I'm having problems, my problem, let me reach out. Looking at this bottle, having nothing but doubt. Don't want to drink, but it keeps coming around and around and around. How's it going, guys? Um, so today I kind of wanted to make a video about relapse uh, being a part of recovery and I also kind of wanted to talk about mental health and uh, you know how that ties in with addiction so I hope you guys you know did like the last two videos um, I'm gonna try to be you know a little bit more I guess enthusiastic about things I realize that you know I'm new to this and and whatnot so I'm just you know learning as I go so bear with me because I'm sure some of the first few videos might be a little rough but I'm working on it, so just, uh, you know, be lenient. So firstly, I want to talk about a relapse in recovery. Now, a lot of, from what I've seen in some of the, you know, Facebook groups I'm in um, with relation to um, addiction and recovery and whatnot, now, I see it's a little bit split. Some people say that, you know, relapse isn't a part of recovery and some people say it is a part of recovery. Now, I'm just on a lot of these topics. I just want you guys to know it. this is just my opinion. You don't have to take what I say to heart. You know, you don't have to, you know, follow anything I say by all means, you know, think what you want to think and then do what you want to do. But this is just, you know, my experience and what I can share with you on how I feel about certain things. Now, personally, I think that relapse is a part of recovery. With that being said, you know, obviously you want to avoid relapse at all costs, right? But I think, you know, everybody has a different situation. But when you are trying to get sober, you know, you're going to fail a lot of times before you eventually, you know, figure it out and do get sober. You know, I was fortunate enough where I kind of caught my addiction and disease early enough Um where I only had, you know, one major relapse before I finally put my foot down and, uh, you know, decided to get sober. But I learned a lot when I did relapse the first time. Um, you know, I, I thought everything was okay. I thought I was in a better headspace per se. That's also what will tie into mental health a little bit. Um, but I thought I was in a better headspace. I thought, you know, I could potentially uh, start social drinking, you know, which any addict knows that even when you think you have your addiction under control and, you know, you think you can moderate it, it, it slowly, you know, escalates to uh, the point of um, no return and just destruction that, you know, we usually get to each time we use, uh, you know, our chosen substance, substance, sorry. So it taught me a lot because as much as, you know, I if I ever get a thought in my head that, oh, I might have this under control. Oh, I think I can do this now. You know, I think I could have one or two drinks. You know, I just think back to how terrible my last relapse was. And it just makes me just realize that I can't, you know, have one or two drinks. It's It has to be, you know, either it has to be zero or it has to be, you know, 24. And ultimately, you know, I'll end up back in the same terrible situation I was in before that, you know, before sobriety. So 
you know, I think of people have to go through relapses in their recovery period. And I don't want people the one thing I, you know, I, I would say as a advice is that if you do relapse, you know, while you're in recovery, get back up, dust yourself off, call your sponsor, go to a meeting. D- don't let it make you feel so defeated that you can't start over again. I understand it's 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 tough and it I know how hard it is, but you really just have to get up, forget the embarrassment, forget the shame, forget all of that and you just have to get back on track again and and just keep going. Like I said, you know, call your sponsor, go to a meeting, whatever you have to do to get back on that healthy track again because you can't let these, you know, relapses because what happens when you relapse is, is it, it gets you down and it keeps you there because you're so upset and so embarrassed that, you know, you did relapse or you did drink again or you did use again. And then you just get stuck in that terrible cycle that, you know, is a spiraling hole to, you know, absolute destruction or rock bottom. But, you know, as I just think that everybody's going to experience, you know, not everybody, but, you know, 90% of people in recovery do experience relapses. I say 99%. If I had to put a number on it now, you know, I'm just speaking from, from my opinion and whatnot. But if you go through recovery without relapsing, that's amazing. That's, that's great. That's what you want. But it's not realistic for a lot of people. And I know that. And I'm fortunate enough to, you know, kind of had, you know, only one bad relapse before I finally got sober and you know every day i'm 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 fighting to stay sober right so you know it could every day i kind of fight the you know not the urge to relapse but to fight the urge to drink or fight any intrusive thoughts that i have but i know that you know i just never want to get back to that point that i was before so you know recovery and sobriety is you know it doesn't take any days off and it's going to take every single day moving forward, probably for the rest of your life to, you know, fight it. And that's something that, you know, I'm willing to do. And uh, I have no problem waking up and, and fighting that as opposed to waking up and destroying myself and destroying my life and, 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 and things like that. It's a much better fight fighting, uh, you know, the urge to drink and whatnot than it is to, um, you know, fight myself. And so I, you know, I don't really mind. The second thing I want to talk about was mental health and addiction. Now, I know these things kind of go hand in hand. Um, A lot of people that suffer with anxiety or depression usually turn to some kind of substance to, you know, help fight those, you know, mental health diseases. And it's usually a terrible coping mechanism. Now, when I was... When I, you know, my anxiety was really bad, Um, you know, I was, you know, depressed at the time and I was drinking so heavily, I didn't realize that the reason, you know, one of the main reasons that I was drinking so much and and becoming the alcoholic that I was and wanting to drink 24-7 was I was just trying to get rid of um, or I was trying to treat my mental health and, you know, that's the opposite of what that was doing because if anything and if anyone, you know, has used substances to treat their mental illness, it just destroys it even more. I would wake up the next day with 10 times worse anxiety, even more unhappy than the day before. And, but I just continue to, you know, repeat the cycle because of that addiction. Now, once I realized that, you know, mental health 
or mental illness was a big driving force in, in why I was drinking so much or, you know, why it was my addiction was to the point it was, you know, I, I began to take a step back. And when I first started getting sober and I was staying in the um, mental health unit at a local hospital that I did start focusing on treating my mental illness because I knew that was one of the keys to getting sober and remaining sober. And, you know, once you talk to a psychiatrist or sorry, once I was talking to a psychiatrist and we were trying different medications or upping the dosage on the medication I was currently taking, then that's only when I started to feel a little bit better. But, you know, until I think, you know, if if I didn't make it a a point to treat my mental illness before before I tried getting sober, I don't think I would have been so so successful getting sober. You can't just treat one and not treat the other. You if you if you do suffer from, you know, both, which usually every um most addicts do, you kinda have to treat both at the same time or, you know, treat one before you can can treat the other, but you know, it has to be simultaneously and whatnot. And without you know you got to realize that as much as you think that these substances, alcohol, drugs, whatever you might use or be addicted to, they're not helping your mental state whatsoever. I guess maybe it feels okay or it feels like it helps for the first little bit, but ultimately it doesn't. And I know you know that it's 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 easy to tell and i don't you know the the addiction part is what you know keeps keeps us trying to use those substances to to cope with certain things and it's just it's not it's not a healthy way to cope with them and it only leads to more destruction and and deteriorating mental health and uh it just it's just you you got to really take the step to treat your mental illness, um, I believe, in order to get sober. Um, Because if you don't, it's going to be a very, very harder struggle on you to get sober than, you know, if you did take the time and put in the effort to treat your mental illness. I'm not saying it isn't possible to get sober without doing it, but, you know, you're making it a lot harder on yourself when, you know, trust me, things are already probably very tough um because uh you know you you are trying to get sober and usually people who are sober uh it takes hitting rock bottom to kind of realize and and want to make a change and know that they have to make a change i know it it kind of took me hitting rock bottom a few times to finally get my act together and and want to do this for myself first and foremost and then you know anything else afterwards is is uh, an afterthought but you have to do it want to do it for yourself and uh the change can't start with anybody or anything it has to start with you only you can make that change only you can you know you got to do it for yourself at the end of the day I think about that also a lot too, because, you know, one of, like I said in one of my previous videos, a lot of, you know, my big driving force uh, to get sober and remain sober was, you know, my son. Now, that's a huge thing now, playing a huge part in, in remaining sober. But, you know, when I was uh, initially getting sober for the first time, 
I, I knew that from what I've heard and, 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 you know, the people that I've talked to is that it has to be done for you no matter what. You're never going to get sober for someone else. And it took me a little bit to realize that until it finally clicked. But now going forward, remaining sober, you know, as, as great as my life has been, it's, it's, it's so much better than what it was before when I was drinking. One of my, like I said, you know, a couple seconds ago, one of my big driving forces to remain sober is, is him, is my son. And, you know, if that's one of the things I have to use going forward, um, you know, to motivate me, then, then, you know, that's just what I'll do because anything you can do and, and use and any kind of, you know, method or whatever you want to call it that can help you remain sober and it's, it's done in a healthy and, you know, somewhat productive way then then by all means stick to what works for you because you know something that might not work for or that might work for someone or someone else might not work for you it's really uh you learn a lot about yourself when you're getting sober and you learn a lot about yourself when you're going through addiction and it's it's different for everybody there's always a different story you know there's always you know different types of substances that people use there's you know everybody has everybody has a story right and you got to be easy on yourself when you're early uh, in sobriety because you're learning, right? I'm learning every day. I'm sober. I'm learning um, how to cope with new things, how to, you know, stay sober, what works for me, what doesn't work for me, places I want to go to, places I want to stay away from, people I want to hang out with, people I don't want to hang out with. You know, it's it's a learning process. And I know I'm going to be learning for a very long time, probably the rest of my life. And, you know, that's okay. That's something that I look forward to because I know that I'll keep finding ways to remain sober and, and, and live a, you know, a happy and healthy life. Um, so that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Just those two topics. Now, I did say in my last video that I was going to talk about, you know, being a new dad and uh, being a new dad in sobriety. But I wanted to wait so I could have my girlfriend here um, so we can, you know, talk about some things and ask each other some questions. Uh, she should be here this weekend. So I'm going to set that up and uh, she'll be on to talk about, uh, you know, how my addiction kind of affected her, affected our relationship, um, you know, uh, her perspective of of you know, how it was affecting me being a dad and, and then, you know, just, you know, about my sobriety now and, and, and how it relates to all those things as well, too. Uh, I think it'll be a really interesting episode. And, uh, you know, we're going to have some good questions to ask each other. And possibly I'll bring my son on so you guys can uh, see him as well, too. Um, but we'll see what happens. So I appreciate you guys watching. Uh, if you guys did like this video, please leave a like subscribe if you guys are interested and want to see more and um if you guys you know want to talk or uh you have any questions feel free to leave a comment you know i'll reply to to uh, everything but i appreciate you guys watching and uh, i'll see you guys in the next one